Here's some old podcasts from March 2021, a little over a year ago. And so apparently back then, uh, black people committing hate crimes against Asians and immigrants running over the border because Biden is president. Well, whatever, I guess everything that was old is new again, because I think that stuff is exactly happening right now, or at least a month ago. Coming up next on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So black crime statistics is a very uncomfortable subject. I mean, you know, no one wants to talk about it and you will get kicked off of social media and your friends and your wife and your kids will all disown you if you talk about it. But unfortunately, people, they all, basically you're almost dared to bring it up. And I'll tell you why. For instance, if you want to know whether or not cops, whether or not racist cops are hunting black men for sport, well, you have to look at stats to figure that out. And the answer is, long story short, is that every race and every gender, unarmed people of that race and or gender, are killed by cops at the same rate proportional to the amount of crime that they commit. It's actually violent crime. So, for instance, men commit 90% of the violent crime in America, and they are 90% of the people killed by cops. Obviously, women commit 10% and are killed by cops at 10%. So, you know, that all makes sense. And you can follow it all down the rabbit hole, you know, like, basically black people commit about half of the violent crime, and they get killed about half of the time, you know, or whatever. Half of the people killed by cops are black. And same thing with white people. White people commit roughly half of the violent crime in America, and they are half of the people killed by cops. Hispanics are mixed in there. You know, they make up the difference between the two things. You can look it up. But everyone is killed proportional to the amount of violent crime that they commit, which, you know, I don't I don't know. Anyways, people decry it all. They're like, oh, that's racist. But you don't ever hear them say, well, you know, Asian women should be killed at a higher rate, right? They're, they're, like, they're like, oh, black people should be killed less. But... You know, you could also make the numbers work by killing Asian women more, which no one ever brings up. So basically, people are like, just, yeah, the cops should just kill people less, you know, which is like, uh, maybe people should stop attacking the cops less. You know, that way you got a couple ways of solving it. Don't attack the cops, don't resist arrest, or, you know, the cops can just, uh, Whatever, they can be less trigger happy and then they will get killed more often, you know. You know, how much do you pay them and then how you know, how how often do they get killed? I think for every unarmed black person there's who's killed by cops, I think uh I think it's like about ten cops that are killed by armed black people. So, you know, I you know, I don't know if you call a cop an unarmed person. But uh supposedly they're innocent. You know, maybe they're not always innocent, but if you call cops who are killed by suspects or criminals innocent, then for every innocent black person who's killed, there's ten innocent cops who are killed by a black person. Anyways, the stats, 
No one likes to talk about the stats. The stats don't fit the narrative, obviously. So the current controversy is hate crimes against Asians because there was the, I don't know what he is, I think he's a religious kook incel, maybe we'll find out he's racist also, who shot up a bunch of uh, kind of happy ending spas and of the people dead, six of them were Asian women, which is a real tragedy. Korean ones, too, which is kind of weird. So the media's going off, and, you know, Kamala and Biden are going off, and they're all saying, oh, it's white supremacy. White supremacy this, racism that. Um, you know, even though, look, as far as we can tell, this guy was not a racist. But anyways, they're just... You know, I don't think, like, Biden thinks that it's racism. I don't know what Biden thinks. He's He's looking pretty old. But the people who vote for Biden want him to say, oh, this is white supremacy. So he says it. I mean, you know, he's a politician. He'll say, whatever, he'll say whatever the voters want. And so that's what he says. They want him to call it white supremacy, so he does. In any case, it makes you want to look up the stats. It makes me want to look up the stats, the uncomfortable stats, right? The stats that no one ever looks at, the stats that will get, get you kicked off of Twitter. And so I guess long story short, here's a couple stats for you. Um, blacks attack Asians six times more than whites do. So, you know, that ain't, that ain't no joke. But here's the even crazier stat is that blacks attack Asians 280 times as much as Asians attack blacks. So I'm not sure what the number, you know, I think whites probably attack Asians a bit more than Asians attack whites also. But anyways, 280 times is pretty crazy. That's that's a lot of times. You can look it up. Look up the Gadsad. Uh, there's a guy named Gadsad, G-A-D-S-A-A-D, on Twitter. And uh, he tweets so dang much you can't find it. But anyways, if you look up his, if you look up the Gadsad Asian thing on Google, you will find the stats to back that up. I mean, the stats are always very easy to find. You know, the the corporate media is not going to mention any of these stats. Uh, I guess, what is the long story short of this? I guess the long story short is that the media and politicians, they write articles and give speeches to white people, a certain kind of white person. You know, it's, anyways, people on the left, white people on the left. For whatever reason, the white people on the left, they want to hear lies about who's attacking who. And white people on the left, they want to hear that white people are violent. I mean, it's a little weird why you'd want to hear that your own group. I mean, basically what it is, like people, white people on the left, they're like, it ain't me, it ain't my friends, it ain't my family, it ain't anyone I ever met. But there's this group of people who voted for Trump that I have never met. And I just believe terrible things about them. So like, I want to hear that white people are evil. And then I will, my brain will then say, oh, all those evil white people are in the Trump supporting group. And, you know, obviously the data does not support any of that stuff. So anyways, there you go. Some thoughts on the situation. Thanks for listening. So I was listening to an economist podcast about the crisis on the border.
that we're having right now with Biden. And there's some interesting stuff going on there. Apparently people are like cutting fences open. And then, you know, a whole bunch of trucks completely full to the brim will just drive right through. Similar to that thing where like 20 people in one vehicle died, whatever, like a month ago. And anyways, they can't, they can't be stopped. They're getting, they're getting through. They're getting through pretty good, you know, so depends on whose side you're on. If you, if you think they, those people should come to America and live here, then they're doing great because they're getting through. You know, if you want illegal immigration to be less than whatever it is, then uh, things are not going so great. And so it sounds like Biden has made a couple changes, one of which is it used to be if they caught you in America, then they sent you back to Mexico to wait. They had like tent cities or something. So you had to wait over there. And this is if you have kids with you. And I'm not sure, it might be if, only if you have young kids, but if you finagle it correctly, you got a, you know, you got a couple parents and you got some kids that possibly have to be a certain age. Now you get to wait in America. So that's basically, you know, I guess they used to call that or still call that catch and release. So they're like, okay, you hang out, you know, go live with your, go live with your brother who lives in LA and come back in a month or a year. And we'll see if you, you know, really qualify to be an American, you know, under asylum or whatever. And, you know, obviously you do not show up for that court date. If you want to stay in America, if you don't show up for that court date, you're in. I mean, that's that's just a done deal. If you show up for the court date, maybe they'll let you stay, and maybe they won't. So, no reason to go back for that. I forgot what the two things are. Okay, so they are, they're not sending families back to wait in Mexico, so that's one thing. And then the other thing is, they don't have the facilities to keep whole families without separating them in America, so then, therefore, they just let them go into America, and uh, we got, you know, we got some more workers. Boom, right there. Okay, so if you want immigrants to come here, then that's fine. I mean, you know, that's, that's an opinion, and that's absolutely fine. Anyone can have any opinion they want, in my opinion. I, uh, hey, there you go. There's my opinion on people having opinions. But here's the thing that I don't like. Immigration does a few things that are not good for America. And basically, immigration, like for instance, let me tell you one group that is hurt by immigration, like kind of devastated by immigration, and that is poor black men. Like the jobs that they used to have, those jobs are all done by immigrants now. And, you know, once you've been out of a job for a while, I don't know if you've ever been unemployed, you've been out of a job for six months or something, you probably are not going back. So... You know, the, the agricultural jobs in California, those have all gone to immigrants now. That used to be uh, black people. Uh, same thing with, like, you know, being a maid at a hotel or whatever, which is it's not the world's greatest job. But, you know, you can, you can feed your kids. You can, uh, you can not have to, you know, do something illegal to make money. You just, you just show up every day at the hotel and you do your job and maybe your kids go to college. But anyways... That used to be what black women used to do, and uh, now they don't do that anymore. You go to a Southern California hotel, you're not going to find a lot of black women working there. So I think what should be required is if you want to have lots of immigrants come here, you have to admit that you're hurting poor black people. Because you are. 
You can't have your cake and eat it too and be like, oh yeah, we're going to let in all the, I love black people and I love immigrants and we're going to let in tons of immigrants and then the two groups that I love the most are going to be doing great. No, you have to admit that you're making a choice. You're like, I choose immigrants over black people, poor black people. And you know, and then if you do that, then you're being honest and that's fine. The other group that's being hurt is just poor people in general. And it's because of housing. Basically, America would have zero population growth if it wasn't for immigration. And so we'd have the correct amount of houses. You know, we'd have enough houses, let's put it, in America for everyone to live. But because we let in people, like, you know, say you let in a million people and you don't instantly build a million houses, well, now you got a shortage of houses. And what that does is it raises the price of apartments and houses through the roof. And, you know, I don't, I'm sure everyone who listens to this is aware that housing prices are through the roof. I mean, in the 80s, in the 80s, it was, you know, like a tenth of the price a house is today. I mean, wages were lower. But, you know, everyone, everyone could afford it. You could work at a gas station and buy a house in the 80s, early 80s. And now you need to be like a freaking computer programmer from Stanford if you want to live in San Francisco and places like that. So again, if you want to, you know, have lots of immigrants come in and treat them real good, that's fine. But you have to admit, you know, there's people who are like, yeah, I love immigrants and I love poor Americans. Well, then you got to admit that you want to let in the immigrants and uh, you don't care that that's, you know, driving poor Americans onto the streets. You know, like, you know, think about homelessness. There wasn't a ton of homelessness in the early 80s. That's because immigration hadn't driven the, pr- the house prices so high at the point. So, you know, like you love homeless people and you love immigrants. Well, you got to choose. You got to choose and you got to be honest. And, you know, maybe maybe you want to take away money from the rich to make up for how the poor are being damaged by immigration. And that's fine. Like, you know, if you're like, I got a plan, I can get it through Congress. I'm going to take away, you know, a trillion dollars from Jeff Bezos and the owners of Google and so on. And I'm going to use that trillion dollars and it's enough. Supposedly it will be enough to uh, make, you know, all the poor black men who have been screwed over for, let's see, it started in 1970. So they've been screwed over for 50 years. So, you know, if you're going to make poor black men whole for the 50 years of no job because you let in a bunch of immigrants, then that's fine. You know, you could say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make everyone whole by taking money away from the rich. And so that's an idea. You know, that could be, that's, you know, that could be a consistent, I guess, worldview. Basically, you love immigrants, you love black people, and you love poor people. And you're going to make it so that all three of those groups are not hurting each other, but can at least coexist. You know, I mean, it'd be real hard to make it where they're helping each other. But at least they could coexist and not be too damaged by each other. But anyways, you don't hear any of this talk from the corporate media. You don't hear any of this talk even from Republicans. You definitely don't hear it from Democrat politicians. And the reason why is because, let me tell you who benefits from immigration. It's white people, rich people, you know, computer programmers who came from Stanford who live in San Francisco... Everyone who's doing good, you know, the richer you are, the more you benefit from immigration because you own a house. 
you own a house in San Francisco and you want the price of that house to shoot through the roof. You know, you bought it for three million. Well, hey, if it shoots to 10 million, that's great. And you know, if you're a landlord, you own you own a, you own an apartment complex somewhere, and you know, you used to be able to charge $500 a month for each apartment, and now you can charge $2,000 a month for each apartment. Then you're great. I mean, that's beautiful. So that's the thing. You know, people who are, <laughs> they support immigration, and it just helps the people that they don't like, right? They don't like the rich. They like immigrants. They don't like the rich. And anyways, what they're doing is just purely helping the rich. So just everyone needs to be completely honest. And obviously, no one is going to be honest whatsoever. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. So I've been looking at some of the pictures that have come out recently of the, you know, it's the kids in cages, or I guess it's now it's, it's kids in plastic under Biden. I guess because of COVID, they've replaced the chain link. Fences that they used to keep uh, minor illegal immigrants in with uh, plastic walls. But they still got like mattresses on the floor. I mean like huge rooms full of kids. Mattresses on the floor. They got those like tinfoil looking space blankets. They got, you know, sexual assault. They got all the, whatever, all the same stuff they used to have. And as I've said before, you can be for immigration. Or you can be against it. And, like, you know, that's an opinion, and that's fine. I think everyone is allowed their opinion. But there's a lot of hypocrisy there because, I don't know, I get, you know, it's easy for the anti immigrant immigration people. They're just like, I don't want immigration. Done. They don't have to jump through mental hoops to try and justify their beliefs. Whereas people who are pro immigration, Are saying stuff like, oh, Joe Biden said don't come over the border while he was changing the policies. Basically, the one that was send them back to Mexico. You wait, okay, it's the wait in Mexico policy. So he changed the wait in Mexico policy. People are like, oh, I don't have to wait in Mexico. I, I can wait in Los Angeles. I can wait in Toledo. I can wait in Chicago. Well, then I'm heading over. Sweet. So back to the cages. I was looking at pictures of this stuff, and there's pictures of, I guess his name is Jay Johnson. I guess Jay. Jay Johnson. He was Obama's Homeland uh, Security Secretary. There's a picture of him walking through a facility. You know, the facilities look the same under Obama, Trump, and Biden, because Obama built them, and then everyone's been using them ever since. And so, Jay Johnson is walking through the building, and it's got like... Chain link fence walls that are, I mean, they're tall. They're like 12, 14 feet tall. So, you know, you couldn't jump over them. Anyways, and then they got razor wire, you know, that kind of like spiral corkscrew looking wire over the tops. So, you know, so apparently they're, you know, they probably started without razor wire. And then like, oh, the kids are like, hey, I can just climb up a 14, 14 feet of um, chain link fence and then hop over the top and then. You know, I don't know what they want to do once they're into the the main part of those facilities, but I guess probably wreak havoc. I don't know. Nothing good. And so, basically, we got pictures from the Obama administration, who built the cages. We got pictures under the Trump administration, who used those cages. And now we got pictures under Biden, who, it looks like, he, I don't even think he changed the cages that much. He just, he took the chain link part off of the frame and replaced 
replace it with plastic. I think the idea is that this is to stop the spread of COVID, even though he puts like, whatever, he, I don't know about he, but anyways, even though, you know, there's 100 to 400 kids in each plastic area. It's not like they each get their own room, necessarily. I think there's, depends on this facility, probably. Anyway, so what's the point? So I saw this Twitter thing where they showed a bunch of those pictures, and they had a, you know, at the bottom, they had a little blurb. And it was like, remember when putting kids in cages like this meant that the president was racist? And I just, I thought that was pretty good, because I do remember when that meant the president was racist. And so it's just, you know, here's the thing, you know, a lot of my points are always going to come back to the same thing, which is the utter hypocrisy and, you know, the amount that the media just tries to deceive and succeeds. I mean, they have deceived Americans, like, a, an amazing amount. And so they're like, I got proof that Trump is racist. Look, he's putting these kids in cages. And then they, you know, and that's a that's a deception because if, if that's the criteria for being racist, or one of them, then Obama is racist as hell, and so is Biden. So, you know, the media, I really hope they all go out of business. The corporate media, I think, it's a little iffy, you know, to see, you know, like YouTube, if someone will get real popular, you know, basically doing media stuff themselves on YouTube, and then YouTube will cancel them, you know, kick them off. And so... It's going to take a while. It's going to take a while because the media and then big tech are in cahoots. But uh, eventually, I think the media is going to be kicked to the curb because too much lying. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't read their stuff other than to just go notice the hypocrisy. Okay, thanks for listening. So, Twitter handle at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening to the same old crapola.